0: It's happening now. We're about to send you back to the future. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Future, the show in which we take a classic film that one of us or both of us might not have seen before, and we take a look at it now. I'm Drew Bridger.
1: I'm Amber Inge.
0: And at the top of the show, I just wanted to say to some of our listeners that there is a chance due to the film that we are watching today that we might be talking about a couple of things that some people might find upsetting or indeed triggering. And if that is the case, please do feel free to turn off this episode and download one of our many other also incredibly entertaining episodes of a film that you may also have seen before and enjoy one of those. Just to let you know at the top of the show that that might be the case. I also probably should say that the sound might sound just a little bit different today because it is hot in Topeka (laughs) today and I've had to open up a window which kind of changes the sound in here just a little bit because it doesn't like reflect off so if anyone hears in the background
1: it's not that hot you could have closed the window no
0: it'll it'll, it'll heat up we'll be like a tin of beans in a campfire after a while so if anyone hears any like pigeons
1: (laughs) flapping about at this time of night
0: I I hear them on the roof fighting
1: not at this time of night you mm,
0: don't sometimes Sometimes they're out and about at the, at the wee hours of the night. They've, they've, they've been in the trash out the back. They get a little no, feisty. They're... Shut up, Hop. We don't have
1: trash out the back. <laughs>
0: so just as, just as a heads up, the sound might sound slightly different today because I've had to open up a window. And also, hay fever is no joke at the moment. So as you can probably tell from my slightly raspy voice in this episode, it's just all sorts of things going wrong at the moment, isn't it? Hay fever, heat it's amazing we've made it this far as a species isn't it Mm -hmm. really
1: don't complain about the heat
0: (laughs) everyone's complaining about the heat
1: i know but everyone complains about the cold and everyone complains about the rain and then it gets hot and everyone complains about that
0: oh trust me no i i'm less likely to complain about the heat than i am the cold but i'm just warning like Mm. it's hot it's hot in it So, Amber, we have hopped back into our Wayback Machine to go to the year 1991. Oh. You would have been only a single digit old.
1: (laughs) Well, it depends what month it was.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, good point good point i'm
1: guessing it wasn't december so probably, probably not not even a month old. this doesn't exactly
0: or. this doesn't this film doesn't exactly harken to uh christmas kind of vibes no does it no probably
1: summer
0: yeah exactly uh, we are looking at 1991 uh, ridley scott directed thelma and louise a film that is notorious in cinema history (laughs) mainly for its incredibly powerful ending which i think people know the ending to thelma and louise way more than they do the actual film
1: yeah i know the ending
0: yeah exactly and if anything the ending to thelma and louise is now so synonymous with other things in pop culture history and parodies and everything that if you haven't seen the film it it's almost like there's no real way of fully enjoying it. No,
1: because I knew what was going to happen the entire time.
0: Yeah, which is a shame, really, isn't well, it? Well, it
1: was out in 1991 so we could have watched it ages ago. Oh I mean, yeah, this but this, but we've had plenty of time.
0: Well, I mean, this is the premise of the show, is it not? That you've hit the nail on the head there. All of these films, we could have had like the last thirty years to watch. Yeah, so you can't. But you we can't haven't moan
1: about being spoiled <laughs> if you've. It's been out since nineteen ninety one, and you're only watching it in twenty twenty two, and then you complain. Well, I can't enjoy it because I know what happens at the end. Oh well, yeah.
0: <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. You're telling me that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father? <laughs> what? When When did that happen?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know, sometime in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, it is kind of that mentality. And I think we will eventually... This is probably the start of it, if I'm being honest. Have a series of films coming up that will be very famous films that... We're just like, well, we know how it ends, though, because it's just got a very famous ending.
1: I don't know. There aren't a lot of films that I know that I actually know the end into, apart from Titanic and this, probably. Mm. Well, I, I know mean, the end into, any, into a lot of films. I mean,
0: Titanic isn't exactly a little bit of a spoiler. They weren't exactly changing history, were they? I mean, the boat still bloody sinks, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah, that's
1: what I mean. <laughs> so I know the ending of that, but...
0: As a short aside, they really hate it when you call it a boat. <laughs> It's oh, not, it's not it a in? boat; it's a ship.
1: What's the difference?
0: Uh, a boat is uh, what you ride on a river. Where the ship is a little bit more luxurious. <laughs> like you don't exactly call it a cruise boat, do you?
1: No, but no. I think any boat cruises. Oh
0: God! Wow! Wow! That's uh It's like that's like how any hot tub. Uh, Any jacuzzi is a hot tub, but not every hot tub is a jacuzzi, isn't it? Or like every vacuum, (laughs) every Hoover is a vacuum, but not every vacuum is a Hoover.
1: Yeah, that yeah.
0: Yeah, wow. Every every ship every ship does cruise, but not every cruise is a ship. No, wait, hang on, no, I've (laughs) I've already ruined it. So, what did you think Thelma and Louise was going to be about?
1: I pretty much knew exactly what it was going to be about. Okay. They kill somebody, and then they have to go on the run, and then they drive over a cliff.
0: I mean, yeah, you. I, <laughs> I mean, knew. You I knew su- what it was going to be. I knew it what it was about. You have summed it up. That was kind of a uh, a thirty second sum up there, really, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, I
1: knew what it was about.
0: Yeah, but you hadn't seen the film
1: before um, this, like- had
0: you? No, no, I didn't think so. I'd
1: I'd heard people talk about it and um, I think I've seen it on Gogglebox or something when I might have seen like five minutes of each part of like the important bits.
0: Yeah, Gogglebox does a really good job of like showing you the best parts of the film that people are going to react to and then kind of out of context of the film but then you feel like you've seen the whole film.
1: Yeah, because I think they showed you them... I think they showed you her killing him mm. and then them driving off the cliff at the end.
0: Yeah.
1: There must have been some in between, but I can't really remember.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what made you think about this film for one that we were going to watch?
1: Because um, I saw it on a recommended watch list. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that's really, really leapt out, like, out at you. That's literally <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> you just kept going through loads of lists of things that said oh that and you just got bored it
0: was just like oh god just this one just stop scrolling honestly
1: no because then it came up and I was surprised that neither one of us had really seen it because I thought that was something that people would I don't know would be surprised at yeah you not seeing or something I don't know
0: yeah it was alright now I'll admit it's been a long time since I've seen this film and I can't exactly remember I thought you
1: said you hadn't seen it
0: well Oh, here we go! Oh, no, yeah! Oh, yeah. you know, oh, all right, every time, you, every time. You would time. think that
1: after all this time of me saying this stuff, you would just, you would just let that go. You just, you just wouldn't do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> Why do you keep doing it?
0: I don't know because I'm a glutton for punishment. Obviously, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I do this to myself. Yes, I have seen this film. No, I haven't seen it for a while. Yes, some bits of it I had forgotten. But I can't remember the context with which I watched this film. I can't remember whether I watched it... On Gogglebox, probably. No. <laughs> not well, well, probably. That was a good like, little reminder of the film. I can't remember whether the context of watching it was for educational reasons because we were studying it in film or whether it was one that I just watched because I knew how famous it was
1: I thought you told and... me that you hadn't seen it and that's why I said we should watch it, I wouldn't have suggested it otherwise that's why I said I was surprised that neither of us had seen it because I thought you said, no I haven't seen that now you're doing it the opposite way around.
0: ok well for the context <laughs> of this I can pretend I haven't seen it no now, I I mean, in fairness, in all fairness, I think from what I can recall, I did watch it for educational purposes because now that I'm actually pontificating on it a bit more, as it were, <laughs> I vaguely remember that this might have been part of our feminism in cinema oh. season in season. film <laughs> season, the season of feminism. <laughs> Yeah, it might have been part of our feminism in film thing that we were doing. And me being me at the time, I was obviously watching it, but I was also a little bit, well, it's it, this is like educational, not recreational. So I was like, I was watching it, but with the purpose of from a critical mindset of writing notes of this of that, of that. and watching it in a mindset of less... Enjoyment of the film,
1: yeah,
0: because there's so many. There's there's two different mindsets when you're studying in, in film studies. You're what when you're watching the films in film studies, it is literally you are studying the film. The, the recreational aspect of it is kind of taken out of yeah. it because you have to watch it in the mindset of right. Why have they chosen to do this? Why have they chosen yeah, yeah. to do this? So you're watching it, questioning it the entire time. And that's actually a lot of work. Mm. Like, you know, you've got to sit there and go, oh, yeah, well, why are they... Why are they filmed yeah, this show like this? Yeah, they don't normally tell they... you no. to
1: watch the entire film. They don't want to just say pick, like, a 10-minute scene and do that too, not, like, two hours.
0: Yeah, and that's... And again, that's probably why some parts of this film... I was like, oh, okay, I don't remember seeing this part. Yeah, I don't remember seeing this part. So I think I think we watched. I think we watched it in like three different bits. So we would watch a twenty minute bit from this bit, a twenty yeah. minute bit from this bit, and then the end. And it's like, mm. right, what progression have you seen? Like the Cliff Notes version of the film, mm. essentially rather than the full two-hour experience of it.
1: Experience.
0: Experience. Because, again, I forgot that Harvey Keitel was in this film. He was in I it didn't... a lot. Yeah, he was really in it <laughs> That's a lot. what
1: always makes me wonder whether they've actually seen it or not, because you say stuff that's really obvious, like you pretend like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't know Brad Pitt was in this. It's like, what have you... when did you watch Brad this Pitt... then?
0: <laughs> I knew Brad Pitt was in this. Yeah. I knew Brad Pitt was in this, but I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So yeah, I mean, it's not that I. (laughs) We we really need to sort. This is this has gone on for about a ten episode streak now. This whole oh Drew pretends that he's seen all of these films, but actually he hasn't. Because he goes oh well, actually I've seen it, but I didn't remember this bit. It couldn't. It couldn't just possibly be that I have a memory like a sieve, could it? It (laughs) couldn't just be that I have. Every
1: time. It
0: couldn't just be that I am riddled with adult ADD (laughs) and that I've forgotten some things that I watched over twenty years ago. No,
1: because like you could sit down and probably from start to finish recite other films, even though you'd only seen them like once or twice. And then all of a sudden you come out with yeah I've seen it. I've seen it before yeah and then, different yeah. viewing experiences
0: though <laughs> mm. different viewing experiences yeah I can recite the entire script of the first Sam Raimi Spider Man film but that's because we, when it came out on DVD my brother wanted to watch it five times in the first weekend and then every weekend no, after not, that no, for no, a couple I don't of mean months that because
1: you saw that like loads of times but there are other films that you must have only seen a few times or like twice that you remember and then you're like I mean (laughs) I mean yeah okay Alien? What? I didn't know there was an alien in that Oh it's Oh
0: now (laughs) Now come on this is just giving me a bad rep now this is making this is giving me like making me look like I've got imposter syndrome now (laughs) I mean films that I've seen a couple of times that I've remember i mean yeah i don't know there are some films i suppose that you watch and you go yeah this film really stuck with me even though i've only watched it the once (laughs) i've you know I, i i remember every single frame of the film and i can identify it like right away and for those of you at home that haven't played it yet yes that is a game that you can play online it's called framed it's incredibly oh. irritating especially at half 12 at night
1: yeah because then we we're watching broke mountain you're like that was on the framed that was that, on was, on framed. Framed. that, that was, was on the framed that
0: was on the framed <laughs> what are the chances that today's one will be Thelma and Louise that would that would be that was on the framed that was on the frame you still wouldn't get it so anyone that's out there listening to this podcast do yourself a favor check out framed.wtf for a game that's that's like it's essentially wordle but with film cells yeah so fun, do though. yourself a favor it is you
1: don't find it fun you find it torture i've it is ah. Oh. oh i wasn't gonna do it tonight all right i'm not gonna force you I don't have to no <laughs> i mean
0: here's the thing it's very rare that i have to have five guesses to get the film <laughs> and the times that I do it's just frustrating
1: yeah
0: I've only ever lost it once yeah, thank it you yeah was weird though thank you Pedro Almodovar Out, th- if you're listening out there you douche it was a Pedro Almodovar film spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs>
1: well no you can't yeah. go back and get the old ones it doesn't matter no I
0: know I know, that's annoying. I can't go back and do it again. And go, oh, yeah. Is, it was so you're not giving
1: thing. anybody the answer. It was, it was
0: a, a film that was by Pedro Almodovar that I didn't even know he'd made. No, I don't know. So, there we go. Can't help you. No. Yeah. <laughs> so... What were you expecting from Thelma and Louise? Were you kind of expecting it to be one thing and got met with another, or...? No, I
1: I think I was pretty much expecting exactly what I got, to be honest. Okay. I didn't... Oh, it it was long.
0: See, I don't... I don't normally... I'm not normally the person that goes, oh, God, yeah, This this ended up being, like really long because i'm always kind of of an opinion that a film any film is the exact length that it needs to be to tell the story that it's telling and you know there sure there are some maybe some like blockbuster movies that in order to sell tickets or whatever <laughs> to get it into a certain well in order to get it into a certain amount of screens it has to be X amount of time
1: Yeah, yeah. for
0: X amount of showings per day from the production company so there you go okay it's got to be this length you've got it at this length you need to trim this much off of it and you know the producers and directors have to go right how much can we lose from here how much can we lose from here that's good though it is good it is good but you know then films still end up being a couple of hours
1: yeah
0: but if it's it depends on the story that you're telling and i feel that with films like these that have been nominated for oscars that they are the length that they need to be in order to tell the story that they're telling saying that <laughs> yeah i kind of forgot how long this film was for what it is there's a There's an awful lot of just driving (laughs) in this film. And you see him stop for petrol, like, twice?
1: Yeah. I mean... Probably more than that.
0: I mean, so, yeah. It was long. It was long. There were things that
1: weren't necessary. Like, you didn't have... Okay, I don't know. Like, include most of the parts that you have to, but don't... Make them last for so long. Why does it have? Why does that one thing have to be twenty minutes? Or why does this have to be this long? And you know, it could, didn't have to go on right. for so long. Right, it was boring. I thought it was boring. Really? Did you? Was that like
0: your opinion of the whole film?
1: Yeah. Oh. I didn't even find it that exciting, to be honest. Just oh. boring.
0: Okay. I feel bad for having shown it to you now.
1: <laughs> why? Because I mean, it's not the first time I've watched a boring film to do with this.
0: No no and obviously you know we're not dealing with like usual suspects here which you really had a tough time watching (laughs) and i hadn't seen usual suspects when we watched that either and it was different from what i expected it to be as well because i kind of expected it to be a little bit more in line with something like I well, no, I didn't think it was going to be. What you thought Thelma and Louise was going to be funny? No. Okay, I was going to say because there's a lot that in this film that it definitely isn't funny. No, I thought it
1: was. I thought Usual Suspects was going to be funny. Yeah, I thought there was going to be. It didn't seem like it was going to be a
0: John. I thought it was going to be more in line with a Tarantino film, and it wasn't. But speaking of Tarantino, this is the second appearance that we've had of Mads Mikkel's. No, god damn it, Michael Madsen. (laughs) God damn it. I I purposefully was thinking, get his name right, and I bloody didn't. didn't. (laughs) Michael Madsen is his second appearance on the show. He's dead now. So, um, Michael Madsen?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't think so.
1: Oh no, we had this conversation last time. Did we? Yeah I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we had this conversation last time But the
0: weird thing is Mads Mikkelsen isn't dead either No So who are you thinking of? Well if you thought one was dead but not the other Oh
1: no is he the guy Like how
0: Bill Paxton is dead but Bill Pullman isn't
1: I don't know I don't know who either of those people are Um, No
0: they don't either
1: (laughs) Well the dead one knows (laughs) Or the one that's alive definitely knows Yeah
0: it's like oh wait I know which one I am now
1: no, I think because we found out that it was like his son or something. Oh,
0: right, right. There like was some
1: weird stuff with his son or something.
0: Maybe someone that's gone back and listened to the Reservoir Dogs episode <laughs> will be able to tell us that conversation. <laughs> but I vaguely remember having that conversation. I do, you're right. Yeah, so it's a second appearance of him. Uh, it's a second appearance of Brad Pitt as well after Fight Club. And Fight Club was a few years after this. And I don't, I don't want to go on record as making the claim that this was Brad Pitt's first cinematic Probably role. Not. I don't know. But I think it was definitely one of his earlier major film roles. I think he'd done a couple of other things before this, but I think this was his first kind of big film mm. role. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and this is Brad Pitt probably looking like the best he's ever looked.
1: I think it looks weird. Really? Yeah.
0: That hair though. <laughs> you I mean <laughs> honestly, if I'm be- if I'm being honest, I really only think that Brad Pitt can pull off that exact haircut. Like it's it's just the right level of like boy band and dirty cowboy, isn't
1: yeah, it? Yeah, that Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Brad Pitt so Do you
0: not? No. You're one of like the only women on the planet that doesn't. No, yeah, I know. You don't even like Brad Pitt now? No when he's like older and a little bit more rugged. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Shame, you should have told you should have told me that before I took you to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Oh. Yeah, no, I like that film.
0: Oh okay. What do you
1: mean? <laughs> no, I like the film. I just don't really care about Brad Pitt that much. Everyone goes on about him so much, and I'm just like mm-hmm. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah, apparently
1: it was his first. Well, it's when he gained recognition. So right, it's not like maybe not the first thing, but yeah, I no, suppose no. it got him noticed. So
0: yeah, no, there is. No, I, I I thought that was the case
1: because it was quite early for him, wasn't it?
0: It was because Fight Club was around 1994. Four or five, if my memory serves me right on that. No, it wasn't. Know. No, it, it wasn't. Was it was, was later. It was later. It was like ninety-eight, ninety-nine, wasn't it? So, would you like? Speaking of Brad Pitt.
1: Oh no! Oh
0: come on! <laughs> You'll like happen- this. Uh...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go on then.
0: God, I, I didn't realize Go that the tri- I didn't realize that the trivia bit would become such a hassle <laughs> for you. This was a section that I really regret starting twenty episodes it. ago.
1: I started it.
0: Yeah, you did start it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I thought it was so good that uh, you know I wanted to um, wanted to keep it going. Hmm. Okay, so you'll like this. Is the trivia worth the time? No okay well, thanks for that <laughs> you don't even know yet you might like it
1: I just like to say no like preemptively just in case
0: preemptively so before Brad Pitt was cast the role went to William Baldwin who's that one of the Baldwins oh <laughs> you know the Baldwin family well,
1: he's the he's the one that nobody knows
0: he's the one that's not Alec or Stephen yeah.
1: do they not have like a Daniel as well or something
0: Uh, there probably is I mean there's as many Baldwin's as there are Wahlberg's so you know Uh, but he ended up dropping out George Clooney was rejected multiple times he was too old. Mark Ruffalo <laughs> auditioned. What? He must yeah. have been really young. Yeah, he was he would have been real young. How
1: old is he now? Oh, I don't well, know. Well, I don't know. He might be in his fifties now, so probably not.
0: Yeah, he would have been in his twenties. He would have been in his twenties. Okay, then. that's not too bad. Yeah. Uh so Mark Ruffalo auditioned. Eventually. The role went to Robert Downey Jr., but Ridley deemed him too short compared to Gina Davis. Gina was the one who picked Brad to do the part.
1: Yeah,
0: I bet she did. Yeah, I bet she did. Horny old girl. (laughs) God, couldn't wait to get Brad Pitt's shirt off. Uh, there's another one that follows it. Uh, for the more raunchy sex scenes between Brad Pitt and Gina Davis, Sir Ridley Scott had assumed wasn't a body even hard. double. There wasn't
1: even any. It was like high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just. It was it was basically dark.
0: Yeah. Uh, sh- I mean, d- is there an extended cut with just like that <laughs> whole scene cut out? I don't know. Okay. I mean,
1: where, would, where would you even go to find that if there was?
0: <laughs> where, where would you even find such a thing? Yeah. Let's have a look for it. Hang on. Let's, let's get the keyboard out. Let's <laughs> no have a look. Yeah. <laughs> ridley scott had assumed a body double would be needed for gina Shortly after he had begun auditioning prospective doubles davis learned of scott's intentions and insisted no doubles were needed in those steamy scenes b-movie legend julie strain said in an interview she did double for gina davis even though they have completely different upper body physiques so obviously that's Gina Davis, what? Or not only, not only vied for Brad Pitt to do the role, but was then also like, oh no, 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 it's okay. You don't need a body double. Don't need double a body double. It's okay. I'll do it's all it. right. Ah, uh, you know, it's it's <laughs> acting. It's my it's my job. It's part of what you pay me for. Pff, I mean, you know, work is work, isn't it? Jeez.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> what a weirdo.
0: I mean. Yeah, uh, within the context of the film, it takes on a different light. But from a meta perspective, it's like, pff, yeah, all right, you horny girl. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, yeah, it's such a chore. Such a chore for Eugenia, isn't Just it? Just because
1: last time she was married to Alec Baldwin. Mm. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Ooh. Well, Was that before or after? Uh,
0: what, you mean in real life?
1: No, in Beetlejuice.
0: Oh, in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a good point. No, I think Beetlejuice came after this, didn't it? I don't
1: know. That's what I was asking.
0: Yeah, because Beetlejuice definitely came after Batman, and Batman was nineteen ninety. Oh. So, because I remember Michael Keaton went from doing Batman to doing Beetlejuice like a little bit later on, because <laughs> it was after he worked with that's Tim Burton. That's a weird Burton. transition. <laughs> well, it's all it's all crazy, crazy Tim Burton. <laughs> Doing his
1: oh no no 1988. Beetlejuice. Wow, was. I
0: had that. I I had that really backwards in my head then. Yeah. Well, so hang on, just so I'm getting this right, so I'm not second guessing myself. Tim Burton was uh, Beetlejuice was by Tim Burton, wasn't it?
1: Um yeah.
0: Yeah, it was. Okay, good. I think so. Yeah, it's like one of the only good films. Yeah, done. so. Mm. Oh, I mean, if we're, we're not gonna, starting this now, okay. If we're going to go down that rabbit hole, then <laughs> no, you know, we're not. Okay, well, fine. We'll maybe save it for the for the, eventually when we do a Tim Burton film. There that, isn't
1: a Tim Burton film that I haven't seen, I'm afraid.
0: I haven't. Well, seen, there probably will
1: be. There would be one, but not like a really, really famous one. I
0: haven't seen Ed Wood. Oh,
1: okay. Which
0: I think was Tim Burton, one of Tim Burton's first films. Oh, okay. So I haven't seen that one. That had Johnny Depp in it as it well. Did. So yeah, well, of course you bloody know <laughs> it did. I was mainly pointing it out for the benefit of you being able to go. Of course I've seen it, and you haven't because it's got Johnny Depp. I was, I was setting you up for.
1: Oh.
0: So I was, I was leading into. Before you cut me off, I was leading into. <laughs> it's got Johnny Depp in it, so it's one that it's you've seen. Fun, I know.
1: <laughs> It's
0: one that you've seen that I haven't. So it might be one of the other films that I decide actually maybe Tim Burton does have like more than four good films to his name. I so for know, anyone,
1: I don't, know, I don't know. For
0: anyone, for anyone listening the, that you might not know about me, I have a very controversial opinion that actually.
1: I don't think it's that controversial. I think it's just people that like him will be vying for you and people that don't don't care.
0: I annoy a lot of people that enjoy That's Tim Burton you know films with this gots. opinion. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I don't like Tim Burton films. In fact, I'm saying quite the opposite.
1: Who would opposite. even get annoyed by that? <laughs> I'm saying that
0: the Tim Burton films that I do like, I actually think are really good. I'm just saying... That out of all of the films that Tim Burton has made, only like I can count on one hand the ones that are actually any good. So Isn't that the
1: same for everyone though? For a lot of people. Well,
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing, I don't think so. Cause I think some directors like Steven Spielberg and Steven Sondheim that's Steven Sondheim. Steven Soderbergh. Was, I'm um, sure they. I'm sure Steve. Steve. Steven Spielberg. What's his name? Steven Spielberg.
1: <laughs> that didn't seem right. That doesn't sound right when I say it. Steven, is that his name?
0: Steven Spielberg has done. <laughs> yes, has done lots and lots of I know, really good must films. Have and, you some know. That are like you want to. <laughs> you want. You want like a really good film. Chances are, Steven Spielberg is the guy to go to to get it done. That's because you like Jurassic okay. Park so much well yeah but it's not just Jurassic Park yeah, it's a bunch of okay, other ones I as know. well you know? well I
1: didn't mean just directors I meant actors and movie people in general that's right, what I meant right
0: right okay fair enough yes there are ones that...
1: Like, you know, sometimes you like things and sometimes you don't. No, like, don't absolutely. I know why people would get annoyed
0: by that. Absolutely. And that is what this podcast is about. You know, I've said it a few times before. You don't like me saying it, but we're not here to yuck your yum. You know?
1: <laughs> it you, just sounds weird.
0: I'm not here to yuck your no, yum. If you, love, did
1: you say it again?
0: <laughs> if you love every single Tim Burton film and you can find a quality in every single Tim Burton film out there great, then you're probably a better person than I am. So well done to you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that out of all of the films that Tim Burton has done, I think five of them have good qualities in them. Well, that's good. I like
1: four a minute ago.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I said I can count on one hand.
1: No, you said four.
0: But one of them might well... Well, yeah, four. But one of them might well be Ed Wood, which would make it five. Oh, but you so I don't know. Spirit. All right. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. Up until the time when he did Dumbo, I would have said I pretty much like most of his films. Yeah. And then he did Dumbo and I was like, eh, oh, I don't God. even want yeah, to watch he's...
0: it. And this is the thing now. He's, he's, become a little, he's become a bit of a shill now. Did he
1: do... <laughs> Did he do the second Alice in Wonderland as well? Was that him as well, or did they just take?
0: No, he was a producer on that one. I think Uh, someone else directed it.
1: So, what are the four ones that you like?
0: I mean, we're going down a whole rabbit hole. No, I just want to know this four. Okay, all right. So, Big Fish. Yes. Hundred percent love that one, right? Edward Scissorhands. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, great film, fantastic. The 1990 Batman movie.
1: 1989.
0: 1989 Batman movie. movie. So I was going to say,
1: because, you know, Beetlejuice was 1988 and that was 1989. So it must have been the other way around that, like, they met and then did that Yeah, I
0: think it came out 1990 over here, which is why everyone over here says, oh, yeah, the 1990s Batman movie. Oh, okay. Uh, The 1989 Batman movie. Yeah, absolutely. Like, even though he's gone on record as saying oh yeah comic books are a little like i don't really read comics like right okay all right so how did you figure batman then and following on from that yeah probably batman returns as well but i kind of count them together okay because they were one was almost like a setup for the other and they were a follow-on so i kind of count them together and even though it's taken me a while to come round on it, and I think partly the reason I come round on it is down to you, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Charlie and the Chocolate I
0: Factory. I do actually, I do actually like that film.
1: I really like that film.
0: I do actually really <laughs> like that film. It was,
1: it was initially
0: it was on the list as like oh, I'm not so sure about it, but yeah.
1: So you don't like
0: um, Beetlejuice? And Be- uh, yeah, Beetle Beetlejuice as well. So that makes five. Oh yeah,
1: that was Gina da- Oh yeah, because that's how we started this whole thing. That's
0: how we started this conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah, so five, yeah.
0: I'm glad that we circle back around to Gina well, Davis. Not,
1: not Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride. I'm just going to say, what, not for everyone.
0: <laughs> okay, so Corpse Bride, <laughs> I like, like but Corpse Bride wouldn't exist without Nightmare Before Christmas being what it was. And everyone yeah. thinks that Tim Burton directed that film and he didn't. No. Tim Burton wrote the book, which got animated, and he yeah, was a he producer on it. He came up with
1: it. the whole idea. He came up with the idea so, for it, but it is yes, not but, his so film. Corpse Bride, I know, but what do you mean it wouldn't have existed?
0: So, all right, all right. The way I phrase it is like this: The night, Nightmare Before Christmas walked so that Corpse Bride could run.
1: I know, but Nightmare Before Christmas is more popular than Corpse Bride, isn't it?
0: It is. It is really.
1: He just—that's just the type of films that he likes to
0: make. Yeah and that's fine he's got a
1: style like that so he. yeah and that's great that's great
0: <laughs> but you know and then it all started to hit the fan when he made Planet of the Apes mm. with uh, with Mark Wahlberg Ugh. but then you know that wasn't really his fault it was more Mark Wahlberg's fault I think
1: <laughs> everything's Mark Wahlberg's
0: fault yeah everything is Mark Wahlberg's fault do you hear that it is <laughs> Danny, get over here they're saying things about me <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, out of nowhere there. <laughs> we interrupt this show to bring you a brief word from our sponsors. Amber, I would like to tell you about Greenbird Gift Baskets. Cool. Cool, you're interested? Interested. Excellent, am glad you said that, because Greenbird Gift Baskets is a small local business based in Southampton offering gourmet gift baskets beautifully hand-wrapped in biodegradable cellophane. They use products from small local businesses wherever they can and are perfect gifts for weddings, birthdays, baby showers or simply as a thank you.
1: We are passionate about supporting small local businesses who offer delicious products and share our values on sustainability. There is a selection of baskets available online, Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and all baskets are totally customizable for dietary needs and tastes.
0: Greenbird Gift Baskets offer sweet, savoury and mixed baskets as well as picnic boxes and prices start from just £25 for a gift basket. Amber, they can even add wine or fizz for an extra special touch.
1: Collection is available from Southampton or they can deliver to surrounding areas. So visit Greenbird Gift Baskets at square.site and check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Greenbird Gift Baskets.
0: Oh, and make sure to tell them that back to the review just sent you, yeah? And now we return to your regularly scheduled programming. So, right, back to Thelma and Louise. Yeah,
1: sorry. That's that's all right. Sorry, I just can't talk about it
0: because it's just boring. (laughs) So did you not feel... Well, did you not feel the way that a lot of people felt watching this film, that it's, it's a story about developing yourself and becoming, stepping into like female empowerment of things. Do you not feel that it was like an arc of growth from being the timid stay-at-home housewife and the hard-working taking-orders waitress to being their own independent, free-spirited, powerful selves?
1: Yeah, but could they not have done it in like 90 minutes?
0: probably <laughs> probably but that's what I'm saying or,
1: or even or even a little bit less
0: <laughs> I mean they would have had to really cut some stuff I'm down I'm surprised
1: they haven't made this into a musical yet <laughs> they made this into a musical yet like on, on stage or something I'm surprised they haven't that well, would be perfect let's do it we could
0: I mean <laughs> we'll
1: just leave in the parts that are actually necessary what should have been done in the first place? Well, I mean,
0: hang on. Most musicals r- r- usually run around two hours anyway because they have to have the musical numbers and the know, dance but, sequences. No,
1: because it's got to have a break. That's why it's two hours.
0: Right. So it actually, be two hours. Right. Yes. Okay. So the logistics of that work out. Now here's the question: Would it be an original musical or would it be like a jukebox musical? Bit of both, sorry. Bit of both. Mm. Can you do a bit of both?
1: Um, Does that work? Yeah,
0: Grease. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realise that Grease was, like, partly jukebox musical. Yeah. They've what got, was... like,
1: Elvis songs and stuff.
0: Oh, right, right. Okay, all right. No, yeah, I get you. I get you now. Okay, all right, okay, all right.
1: Oh, yeah, like, mean, on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah They yeah, sang. Yeah. yeah, they sang stuff on stage in the stage musical that wasn't original songs.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So half and half jukebox musical and original musical okay what songs would we have i mean i don't think we've got the time to sit and sketch out the original songs for
1: this. (laughs) no we probably don't
0: i mean you know
1: i'm not i'm not a lyricist anyway
0: i think there would be something along the lines of maybe an original song when she's holding up the market shop at gunpoint you know yeah everybody get on the floor (laughs) or I'm gonna blow you away
1: no it has to be country music with song it has to be country music oh right okay no because you could just you don't have to write the words you could just um, take the words that she says and put them in like a sing-songy way sure
0: sure There'd be a song all about how great wild turkey whiskey is, because that's all <laughs> she was drinking throughout the entire... Yeah. Didn't see her drink anything, didn't, Not no water. Didn't no. hydrate once. <laughs> just drank wild turkey. <laughs> As a short aside, for all my nerd brethren out there, that's the same brand of whiskey that Frank Castle, aka The Punisher, drinks canonically in comics. So there we go. Small fact for you. <laughs> that wasn't even trivia time. That wasn't even is the trivia worth the time. That was just maybe a free one. Maybe that's what
1: happened. Maybe it's the vodka's fault that everybody just goes crazy on it because he's really aggressive as well.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So I feel like that would be an original musical point there. But what unoriginal son unoriginal songs unoriginal. what other songs would you include in a um
1: I don't know it has to be country music just whatever country just music for... happens to be like oh
0: that. oh 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 perfect one to start it out with dolly parton nine to five <laughs> come on that perfectly encapsulates her character at the start doesn't yeah, I it i suppose I, uh, every so often, I just keep thinking like the uh, from Simpsons the the uh, Lumpkin song.
1: Yeah,
0: I love it. Uh, so you know her song maybe at some point. her
1: song. <laughs> I don't know. No, use that you can't one. Have a song from Simpsons.
0: It'd be a song like that.
1: Yeah, it would
0: be yeah. a song like that. It'd be a song like that. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So we've got Dolly Parton. Uh, I feel like Brad Pitt should sing a uh, a country rock song. Maybe <laughs> yeah. something by like I don't know maybe something by creed or something creed? <laughs> creed are they
1: country music no
0: they're like <laughs> they're like christian rock yeah, but that's not right where they sound really southern so they sound like <laughs> no, they're that country. you need somebody
1: like oh you know what should be in it
0: billy ray cyrus <laughs> no,
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no oh, i can't sing it can i
0: you can start it going
1: life is a highway
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah life is a highway yeah. yeah that would be okay that makes sense that makes sense i feel like we are um i feel like we're making light of a film that attempted to uh <laughs> deal with some very serious <laughs> subjects here
1: yeah but they're also out having fun you know
0: they they were and i think that that's maybe the key part of this film is you see them going from these fragile panicky ladies into like the these women that are actually end up having the time of their life they after they kind of just accept things that are happening to them yeah and you you said well you said two things during this film that i found very interesting number one was just you know get rid of the get rid of the murder weapon don't tell anyone how are they gonna know how are they gonna find you and i felt like you because you also said this is so unrealistic as a film because you've seen documentaries about shooters yeah it, and they literally had all of the evidence in front of them and they went nah i yeah, don't think we're gonna not. solve this yeah and in this thing. one And in this film, all they had was the colour of a car that was seen driving away around the same time and suddenly they have all of the evidence they need to find out who it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Literally, like, part of... Yeah, there's been documentaries that I've watched where there have been more than one, pretty credible, eyewitness that has said, yes, I watched him shoot out of his window and kill that person in the road and it was this car, this car and all of the people that said what car it was all yeah. said the same car and they've just like wandered about as if they didn't know anything and kind of been like oh, i oh but we don't know if that's oh, um, you know and it's taken them ages and they've delayed and they've gone round in circles they've asked other people they've carried on on a different route that they were going down before that happened and like chased that up way later and it was too late you know all this sort of stuff but then in this film one person outside a bar who could have been drunk says well I saw a Thunderbird car driving off pretty much round about the same time didn't see anything else though and then they're like right it's that car let's go after it
0: you see them do just like, just does it zero away. police work to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Z- you see them interview one person and, the, and that one person says, no, it wasn't them. They're not the killing type.
1: Yeah. And,
0: well, I mean, except obviously they are. But like. yeah. So, yeah, I found that kind of weird. I, I, I felt like, I mean, logically, for the sake of the film, yeah, you kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit. But I mean I know they would have been found eventually it, obviously yeah. they would
1: have been found eventually but I just thought it was like it happened really quick <laughs> yeah
0: and then but then when you think about it afterwards you just go well I mean what evidence did they really have to go on because yeah sure maybe one person saw the license plate of someone driving erratically around that area around that time maybe and then the only thing was but,
1: oh they've got the bullet that was there and her husband said that that was the gun that was in a drawer so that kicked that off yeah and then they found prints of her prints on his car
0: oh uh, yeah know, yeah sort of yeah stuff. yeah yeah. so i suppose every so but even so they came to
1: it, that conclusion but... really quick yeah because like normally you would have to take the car away put it somewhere and then you'd be dusting it for print. it would take days <laughs>
0: yeah they would already be in mexico at that point i think so if they were driving the amount because the, they were driving through the night as well yeah they
1: were non-stop driving almost they only yeah. stopped like twice
0: <laughs> yeah so, th- so uh, that was something you said that I was like oh actually yeah that that does actually make sense but you know like I said you suspend your disbelief sometimes yeah. when you watch films like this and
1: it's not her fault but I thought Gina Davis' character was really irritating that's Selma wasn't it yeah Gosh so annoying she just kept creating problems and then never solving them (laughs) never helping she would just create a problem and then poor old Louise would have to try and do something to get her out of Mm. it
0: yeah
1: oh yeah I got this guy right but he's a criminal and you're running away because you murdered somebody oh I'm gonna keep seeing him though why oh yeah and I left him alone in the room with all the money what (laughs) yeah that
0: was that was a yeah stupid move that you go oh i see exactly what's happening here
1: oh and now you know oh i'm doing really well i'm i've like i've come into my own now i'm obviously supposed to be a criminal i'm definitely robbing this bank uh, robbing this store and that's going really well the police are actually watching you they're watching you do it (laughs) the first thing
0: you would do would be get them to turn off the cctv
1: well what you would do is go in with your face covered or something at least yeah (laughs) exactly or just cover up your whole
0: head so you're just kind of creating more problems and obviously like that doesn't count for the incident that sets no, this I whole know, film off that's what off. i said
1: it's not her- that part's no. not my her- fault but the rest yeah. of it just like, in case just anyone
0: <laughs> no exactly just in case anyone got the wrong context from that like obviously and and th- that's something that surprised me about this film because i i'd forgotten the incident that actually said cuz from what i could remember of the film i thought that actually they were going along having a pretty good time for like most of the film and it was something that happened with Brad Pitt when they pick him up oh. the that, that caused that to happen and i forgot that it happened so early on in the film it's literally like the first place they stop yeah and i forgot how harrowing a scene that that sexual abuse scene is—I forgot how harrowing that is. Like, because you kind of think like, "Oh, surely they're not going to take it this far. Surely they're not going to take it." This-. <laughs> and it's like, "Oh, okay, all right, okay." And you know, she only really steps in like right before things start to get a little yeah, she's too in the real. Toilet. Yeah, so I kind of forgot that about the scene that kicked all of that off. I don't know if I just like. I don't know why I'd forgotten it it's the scene that instigates kind of the entire film but yeah I forgot how uncomfortable it can be watching that and I guess maybe when I first watched it I didn't really kind of think anything of it because I didn't I, I didn't really have the context looking on it now as to how serious it was and I know that sounds bad but when I was watching it and studying it from like like I said before not a recreational perspective yeah I'm watching it and I'm like okay why have they shot it like this oh, okay they've made this deliberately uncomfortable well, why have they made it deliberately uncomfortable blah blah, blah 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 you know I wasn't watching it with the hindsight of going oh actually this is like quite uncomfortable to watch yeah really it's like it's going on because you see her with like the bloody nose afterwards yeah so yeah so i forgot that obviously was an uncomfortable scene and you know apologies to anyone that's listening that is reminded of an uncomfortable scene that that was to watch um but the other thing that you said was like this you said this is prime for a remake
1: yeah i'm surprised no one's remade it yeah at first because i was thinking in my head like oh they could have done this is a series instead of a film because it was two hours long anyway so they could have just split it up oh my so then god I thought, that would be brilliant so then i thought oh i'm surprised that's what kicked me off thinking oh, i'm surprised no one's tried to remake it
0: oh my god you know so that is actually a really good idea so imagine it like this it's it's thelma and louise but by way of breaking bad so it's these two women that are just on this road <laughs> trip. They start off on this road trip and things just start escalating and escalating and escalating until they actually just start living this life of crime. Well, until they get caught. No, but it is no but <laughs> it's just still made up a new thing. No, but it's still Thelma and Louise. But, no, but I like, meant
1: the film. Yeah.
0: But it's but it's done over a series and it's kind of a little bit like Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah, but I just thought it was going to be similar, like similar things to the film. So they're not going to like start doing and selling drugs and.
0: No, exactly. <laughs> no, but they kind of.
1: Just the same stuff that happens in the film, but in a series, that's all.
0: Yeah, but they kind of go from town to town, and you know, rather than doing jobs, they just rob somewhere and move on to the next. Yeah. Town, you know, get themselves into more and more stuff until eventually.
1: It's the same thing, though, isn't it? Like you know what's going to happen at the end.
0: Who would you cast in it?
1: Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis.
0: <laughs> really? As they are now?
1: No, I don't know. Really?
0: Ah, oh, um, I was gonna say that's a shame because they probably they probably do that.
1: No, they're too old. Well,
0: I don't know. I think it I think it means more that way. <laughs> no, you know because it means then that they the would have lived lost. more of the life that they that they're escaping. No, because you have to start it off. That's the whole point. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Who's who's hot commodity? Oh, you know, if you if we're going with your jukebox musical idea, maybe one of them should be Olivia Rodrigo.
1: No, it's not both. She she's like ten. <laughs> she's <laughs> I don't even think she's. I don't even think she's like in her twenties yet. Is she? Yeah. No, she's not
0: yeah no. yeah no, she's not. yeah because no, then she's not. because then you could have her song good for you it was like you know that was a bad impression of her by the way it's not yeah, like it sorry if you thought she was here in the room for a second
1: she's 19 years old
0: okay all right well way all right, too maybe young. not i was just thinking <laughs> i was just trying to go off of your jukebox musical idea no who, who else could you have in that series. It'd be, it'd be someone that would be willing to do a series and not a film. So, yeah I don't
1: really know of any series actors that I don't know. I'm not I don't know.
0: Do you not I'm think not really Claire sure. Danes would do? Who's that? Claire Danes from Homeland? I
1: don't think or, I know who that is. Um,
0: oh, um what about her from um from The Boys? The blonde one. Oh, the
1: blonde one. Yeah, maybe. From
0: uh, Starlight, from The Boys. Yeah, maybe. She'd be good. She'd be good in a the Thelma, because she can do kind of... She could probably kind of work both angles.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She'd be good. And who else would be... Um, I don't know. Millie Bobby Brown?
1: No. Still too young. Well, Why do you keep
0: trying... Why don't a Why do you
1: keep trying to get kids to do stuff? She's she's too old oh, see,
0: this is the thing there's no they're either too young or too old at the moment we need, we need to find someone who's like square in the middle of that
1: yeah I don't know like I'm who's who's
0: firmly in their 30s
1: <laughs> me <laughs> yes you. same
0: same oh maybe we should just make <laughs> Thelma and Louise ourselves that's that's where this podcast is going to take us that's where it's going to lead us to us doing Thelma and Louise <laughs> you as you me in a wig
1: we've oh, <laughs> that, I'll drive totally misses the oh, so misogynistic
0: uh, you, only because you only because with an American car like that you'd have to have the clutch you'd have to have ev- the, the, the brake wouldn't have clutch no it wouldn't you'd have to have the brake and the accelerator adjusted though in an American oh, no. car like that
1: you wouldn't have the brake and accelerator adjusted because they're, like, right up high anyway.
0: Oh, all right. okay. Well, all right, you can drive then. <laughs> I think I the point d- is that
1: they both drive.
0: I thought you didn't like driving over long distances down straight roads. No, I
1: don't care driving over long distances. I'm just not a good passenger over long distances.
0: Oh, all right then, fine. I'll get the snacks and you can drive then.
1: I can't oh. understand why they said they end up in the Grand Canyon because that is way opposite direction to where they were before. They can't be right that they said that is like they were making that up.
0: No, I think so because they said they didn't want to go through Texas. I think that they well, they
1: were never going to get to Mexico, then were they? Well,
0: no. This is what I'm saying. They were going through. They were going through uh, California, Nevada area to From get to Utah. Mexico. From Utah. Utah. Yes.
1: Wait, where did they start?
0: Uh, I have no idea. No, me either. But they were obviously going westward and around rather than south. And through Texas,
1: I'm looking at a map of America.
0: Oh, here we go. I'll tell you what. You look up a map of America, and I'll give you some trivia. How no, does that I've sound? I found it. It's not. Oh, okay, all right.
1: <laughs> they they must not have ever thought that they were going to get there. They must have thought that they were going to be driving for like the rest of their lives. <laughs> How did they think that was going to happen? Yeah, no, it wasn't Utah. Where were they? Oklahoma City. Yeah. Right?
0: Well, they had driven from somewhere to Oklahoma oh, City. Oh yeah,
1: and then because they, the cop that stopped them when he put when they put him in the trunk, that was New Mexico, because he yes. was like Me- New Mexico police. So they went. Yeah, there's no way. What the heck were they gonna do? <laughs> I thought Mexico was down here. No. <laughs> no, Mexico's <laughs> on the border Mexico with is. like
0: California and Nevada. That's why when people go from oh, like we're a-
1: nearly there then. Yes. yeah yeah yeah
0: that's why in California there's so much like Mexican stuff as well because they're not close to the border
1: I know but when I've been to Florida there's been loads of Mexican stuff there yeah (laughs) and there's like loads of the like when you go into the supermarkets all of the signs are in Mexican as well that's why I thought it was down there (laughs) well yeah
0: but that's what I'm saying you can get to Mex you can get to Mexico through Texas but they didn't want to go through Texas they just had to go around. Oh, yeah, I know. But that's what so, I mean. I, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. know where
1: it was. Like, no, it's
0: all south. It's all south.
1: So it's around the whole of the bottom of America. Uh,
0: from my understanding. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh, OK. I don't I know anything about geography, so.
0: Yeah. I
1: would be really rubbish on this road trip.
0: <laughs> You'd be like, I don't know. This road looks right. Let's just go down it. It's fine. <laughs> we'll end up somewhere, I'm sure. That's hilarious. So here is a little bit of trivia, though. The sequence where Daryl slips and falls over on the builder's oh, supply. Oh yeah, that
1: was real, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was.
0: <laughs> so we were talking, I think it was last episode actually, about things that get included in films.
1: Yeah, I knew that because was Because they were an
0: accident that happened while filming and they were just like, well, we've filmed it now. we might he as just well got up keep carried it. On, yeah, so. and he, yeah, so Christopher McDonald genuinely lost his footing, despite this, he remained in character, yelling at the work when, as he got into the car and drove away, as he states on the DVD commentary, director Sir Ridley Scott liked the results so much he kept it in the film.
1: You'd have to keep that in, when you're... yeah, it's so funny the way he rolled backwards i I knew it was real because of the way he like kind of rolled back and like hit himself, yeah, as if like yeah it didn't look set up that was funny
0: the other one I wanted to uh, I could just I, thought, I felt I would tell you that one because that's going on so I love f- f- scenes in films that get kept in purely yeah. because they were accidental and it's like right we filmed it we might as well put it in like the shot as we said, in Mission Impossible, where Tom Cruise oh. broke his ankle <laughs> jumping from one building to another. Like, they had to keep that in Disgusting. because it was an accident. It <laughs> would have been stupid of them to not include it. That's
1: because he wants to talk about it. Look how good I am. Look how dedicated I am.
0: I love stuff like that, though. I, know, I mean, not just, just, just the Tom Cruise stuff, but I love
1: that. <laughs> Specifically Tom Cruise. That's my thing.
0: I, I also wanted... To, this. This one's good, though. This is the fifth, and as of 2020, the most recent film to receive two Best Actress Oscar nominations, with both Susan Saranda and Gina Davis being nominated. They lost to Jodie Foster for her role in The Silence of the Lambs in nineteen ninety one. That was better. Yeah. I thought you hadn't seen Silence of the Lambs No, of course you've seen Silence of the Lambs, haven't you? Of course you have. Of course you because it's because uh, it's based on a book. So of you've seen <laughs> a book. I don't know.
1: Of course you've seen that film because it was seen. a book, nerd.
0: Nerd, nerd stuff. I'll go read your book, you nerd.
1: <laughs> Thank go you. On. I would actually love to do that.
0: <laughs> I would actually much rather have read the book than watch this film. If the, if, they, yeah, if there if there was a book of Thelma and Louise, really I would have I would have read it. Yeah, probably um, would. <laughs> no, I thought. So I thought that was interesting. They both got nominated for Oscars.
1: That would have been a bit sucky if one of them won and the other one didn't, though. That's probably why they didn't I bother. Mean, yeah Because how can kind you choose one of either of them in the same film because they Yeah because it was
0: an equal did, performance. Like, of, yeah, They both played off of each other so well. Mm. I would say if anyone had more of a chance of doing it, it was probably Gina Davis because she shows the most change throughout the yeah, film. Yeah, I suppose. Like but... I can't
1: decide whether it's powerful them deciding to kill themselves together because they're Mm. taking control of the situation and doing it on their terms Mm. and that was something that obviously she didn't have control of the situation in the first place so Mm. she didn't have control of this happening really because that guy kind of set it all off and that was a situation that she wasn't in control of so they decided to like finally take control of everything and do it themselves Mm -hmm. so there's that Mm -hmm. but then there's also another thing where I'm like but then they didn't just stand up and face what they'd done. So they're kind of taking the coward's way out because they're mm. not facing up and taking responsibility, just like that yeah. guy wouldn't have done. It's yeah. so like I feel like, oh, he wouldn't have taken responsibility for that. And that's where it all started. Yeah. And now they're doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I, d- yeah. I don't know. I can't tell like wh- whether it's yeah. better or not.
0: Well, here's the thing. And I think, you know, there is a line that hits the nail on the head at one point towards the end, which is just you know the re she says you're right if we'd gone straight to the police they wouldn't have believed us because he was a man and he would have claimed this and everyone would have said this saying you know you know like asking for it or whatever and it is an unfortunate thing to to kind of think about that actually yeah, in that situation, yeah, because unfortunately, loads of people, people saw,
1: of people saw her um, like falling all over him and hugging him and dancing yeah. with him and taking his drinks and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. like, there was loads of witnesses to that
0: but you know it doesn't make it okay no I'm just saying that was her point that's what she said yeah exactly And and it's kind of a shame really but it does it's a powerful line and it does hit the nail on the head and it also reinforces the fact that the one guy in the whole film that wasn't Trying to screw them over the entire time is the one is is one of the only guys that they didn't actually meet face to face. Yeah, which and they is kind of It's
1: like they didn't believe what he was doing because he kept saying, "Oh, I'll help you, I'll help you." Although they were still going to get done for murder though because they did they murdered somebody so. <laughs> yeah. He and might have been able to help them get self-defense, though. I yeah. don't really know. I don't know. And I think
0: that's what Harvey Keitel... This is the thing, we'll never know now. But I think Harvey Keitel was was on their side to the point that he would have said, OK, tell me everything that happened in detail. Don't leave anything out. Be as honest as possible. And they would have said it was self-defense. He was doing this. He was doing that. And they go, OK, we've got no evidence for that. But we will have been do ev- a claim no, but of self-defence. That, that was the
1: point, though. There might have been evidence if they yeah. turned themselves in straight away.
0: Because if they had said that to him, they probably, you know, the waitress at the bar and other people that knew the guy probably would have gone, actually, yeah, that, that does sound like something that guy probably would have well, done she already said at that. some point. So, yeah, that, that kind of sounds like in, in keeping with that guy. So yeah i mean this but this is the thing who knows who knows what would have what would have happened somewhere out there in in an alternate universe there's a version of thelma and louise where they do that and it's a 90 minute long movie and they do the right thing at the start and it's just them getting their judicial system out of the way and getting off on a claim of self-defense hmm uh, so there's an alternate version of the film somewhere, <laughs> wow. you know, in in an old in a parallel universe.
1: <laughs> that seems even less interesting. Which is
0: <laughs> which is a much, but it is a much much shorter film.
1: Oh good, yeah, that's what we needed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well on that note, maybe we should uh, give this film a rating in that case. So as oh, we do know, every episode. See, I was thinking the whole film, oh, I've got to come up with something to rate this film out of, and I've realized I don't need to do that.
1: Yes, you do, because you actually haven't seen it, really, have you? Oh,
0: you, didn't even right. remember, you didn't even
1: remember the most important part.
0: All oh, right. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it with you if that makes if it, if it alleviates Always trying this... to make
1: out, like, I'm the one that's oh. never watched films. Always trying to make out that I'm the one.
0: Do you know what? Oh, if it gets didn't... me out, if it gets me out of this rut that you, of this person that you think I am,
1: I'll play along. I'll play along. Don't be
0: sensitive about it. Oh, well, maybe I am sensitive about it. Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe I am. So as we do every episode... that's Spoiler alert, that's what I sound like the rest of the time. (laughs) When I'm not on the mic. (laughs) As we do every episode, we give the film a rating. The person that hasn't seen the film gives it a rating. But every episode, what the rating is out of changes. So, Amber, what are you going to give Thelma and Louise... And what's it going to be out of?
1: I really don't know.
0: Shall I give it a rating first? Might clue you in? Okay. Okay, well, I am going to give it three and a half. Yeah, I was going to say three, and then I thought, well, actually, you know, the the ending of this film really kind of justifies the rest of it, and it's really powerful at the end. And sure, it's a long slog to get there, but it's kind of (laughs) like... It's almost like the ending is kind of worth it, and the ending is the bit that you remember. Really. Yeah,
1: it is. It is like a powerful ending. Like imagine so, deciding to jump off that cliff. You know.
0: Yeah, like you know, I'm in doing a split this for second, me. Yeah, it's like I'm doing this for that me. They make
1: so quick.
0: And I like that. I I like to think that actually what happened is um, when they did it in The Simpsons. And they just land in a big garbage pile. Cause that's, where, <laughs> <laughs> that's where everyone's been dumping their garbage. Yeah. And they get out safely and just walk down the hill. <laughs> so I like to think that that happened. No, I'm going to give it three and a half. It's going to get three and a half cowboy hats.
1: Cowboy hats. What? Wow.
0: Yeah. Well, because Brad Pitt had a cowboy hat. And then she had a cowboy hat that she got off of the guy... Uh, i can't yeah. think of what i would give it i, I don't know oh um uh, you you could give it um what are they called what are they called mud <laughs> it's gonna sound gross bear with me um mud flaps the 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 <laughs> um what are they called on the back yeah, of the wheel lap. of the of the uh of the uh of the truck because yeah, that's what foot. they pointed out to identify the guy's truck yeah, but that was they're called they're I, I hate that term, mud flaps. It sounds so sounds so weird, but that is what they're called. You could you could give it out of mud flaps.
1: No, I'm not doing that. You're not okay.
0: All right. Well, there goes that suggestion then. Yeah, because
1: you God. said. God. Oh, I don't like this. It's really weird. But so ah. you could have this. I'm not gonna have that then.
0: Oh, all right. Well, wow, um, that was um, really worth me saying mud flaps, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: well, I'm gonna give it a three as well anyway. Okay. Not three. three and a half, just
0: three. Just three.
1: Um. Probably for all the reasons that you said, but just a little bit half less. Because, like... Okay. Yeah, it is, it's a powerful film, and it's got a powerful message. And I think at the time, you know, 1991, it probably needed to be said and maybe wasn't as listened to... Yeah. ...or understood in that way as it should have been. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It kind of dragged on a little bit for me. And, and the
0: message resonates today, though, doesn't it? I mean, has anything... Really changed? Nope. I don't know.
1: That's why they could make it today. It would be exactly the same and everyone's yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah.
0: Maybe, you know, maybe maybe for more reasons than just making it slightly shorter, it does need to be remade.
1: Yeah, maybe it does. Yeah. Oh, I can't really think of anything to give it out of. There isn't anything. It's like, it's not that type of film. Is whiskey it? bottles. It just be like... Whiskey,
0: little mini whiskey bottles. Because she had loads of She had bloody loads of them. Well, the chocolate bar out of the freezer. Chocolate. She kept putting it back in the freezer. Why do you keep putting it back in the freezer? I thought
1: that was the fridge. I didn't know. She kept was...
0: putting it, yeah, the fridge or the freezer. Saving it for later. Later never comes. No,
1: later is now. Later is now. I'm going to give it three Thunderbirds.
0: Ah, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That would, you, would you Would you drive a car like that? No. Too no.
1: big for me. I'm too short. Too sure. big. I won't be able to park it.
0: We're going on holiday in November and we're driving an SUV and you think that a Thunderbird is too big for yeah, they're you? they're
1: really long.
0: Yeah, that's true. They're <laughs> really hard to park.
1: That's what I just said. They're really oh, long. Yeah. And then there's no manoeuvrability
0: on them. No, they have, a t- they have zero turning circle. <laughs> you cannot you, you have to do like a million point turn <laughs> in those. That's why when you see them like doing a turn in the road, it's basically having to do a handbrake turn <laughs> to get it to turn. But, yeah, so, you know, good luck getting on with an, with an SUV, but at least they have a better turning circle. So there you have it. Thelma and Louise gets three and a half cowboy hats from me and three Thunderbirds from Amber. But what do you all out there think? Do you think that Thelma and Louise is a seminal part of cinema history, really getting across a message of feminism in cinema To all audiences to watch it, or do you think that it it just goes on for a bit too long? Do you think there's just a bit too much driving in it? (laughs) Do you think there should have been more Brad Pitt with his shirt off if it's going to be that long? I mean, hello, yes, please. All of these, (laughs) I don't know why I said that. (laughs) All all of these opinions, (laughs) I mean, if you like Brad Pitt that much, then yeah, okay, fine, I get it. All of these opinions and more such as any suggestions for any future films that you want to hear us talk about can be conveyed to us through our social medias. I am at Drew Bridger.
1: At Amber Inch.
0: And don't forget to use the hashtag BTTRpod so that we know when we are being talked about on the internet. I'm really struggling to get my words out. I don't know why. It's probably the warmth. Amber, if the listeners have enjoyed... This episode what else pray tell should they do
1: like subscribe and review on your podcast service and rate five stars also follow at bttr podcast on instagram
0: yes definitely do that we'll probably post some pictures of us up driving a thunderbird off of the grand canyon
1: um, no it's
0: that's a <laughs> shot that you get one chance to do yeah and then it's gone but yes, do tell all of your friends, all of the uh, friends that you go driving around the country with. And if you are driving around the country in a big old Thunderbird, maybe listen to this podcast. It definitely makes the journey go a little quicker and um, saves you having to drink all of those tiny bottles of whiskey to pass the time. But do tell all of your friends. Podcasts like this do thrive on word of mouth. So feel free to tell all of the people that you like and some people that you don't like as well. You know, if you haven't liked this episode, that is. But if you don't like this episode, you haven't got this far. And this message isn't for you. But until next time, Amber, would you... Uh, I feel like we should hold hold our hands in a tight embrace as we come rushing towards the end of the episode and play the... Hang on, let's see if we can get this on the mic. A little bit of ASMR for you out there. Oh, yes, there we go. Oh. Let's just keep driving, Amber. Let's just keep driving. Let's just go. What do you think?
1: No, I don't
0: want to. Oh, okay. I
1: like sitting down.
0: Oh, well, we are sitting down. We're in the car.
1: Yeah, but it's anxious sitting down.
0: Oh, okay. Right.
1: (laughs) I like restful sitting down.
0: Oh, okay, because all of these police helicopters are behind us at the moment. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not exactly driving a Thunderbird, I'm driving a Citroën DS3. (laughs) I don't think we're going to outrun them.